What's up, everyone? Welcome back to the Demo Team Podcast. We're here with Mara Bloom. How are y'all doing? Uh, we're doing good. We're doing good. <laughs> got it under control. Um, you got it under control. Awesome. I'm, okay, I'm all glad right, you got it under control. Back. All right. All right. We're good. We're yeah. good. We're good. All right. We're good, y'all. <laughs> it's okay. I, I promise I'll cut all that out. Uh, <laughs> it's, uh, we trust it's your right. discretion. I promise. <laughs> <laughs> so... How are y'all doing on this fine Friday night? Good. Good. No complaints. Can't complain, man. Doing no party. complaints. You can't complain. Yeah, I, I guess it's party. not Friday because y'all are, or it is Friday. Y'all aren't past the dateline, but it is Friday, like afternoon for y'all because y'all are in Hawaii. Oh, yeah. yeah. Yes. Workday's over, my dude. Workday's over. Yeah. We're just showing up to a party a little later. Yeah. Oh, right <laughs> on. Y'all, are y'all going to play the party or y'all just going to show up? No, we're just gonna judge all the bands that play. <laughs> You're gonna judge all the oh y'all 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 are the band judge. Do right? Like a battle of the bands. Yeah. Oh no. Oh battle of the bands. They can tell how good they're doing by the, the look on our faces. <laughs> <laughs> okay. Um I guess this is a really good way, I think, to introduce yourself. Um say like who you are and what instrument you play, but also say like if you're the like the easy judge or the hard judge, in your opinion. Okay. The easy judge. Yeah. Yeah. Who, who do you think is the easiest judge? Who do you think is the hardest judge for this battle of the bands? Oh, okay. That's yeah. Easy. Oh. That's easy. That's easy. All right. All right. All right. Sorry. Who wants to go for I'll, yeah, I'll go, go for it. I'm Stefan and I do this stuff with my mouth in a band. And then, uh, Ooh. yeah, sure. The mouth stuff. That's very important. <laughs> the hardest judge would definitely be Fade, and easiest judge would be Mason. <laughs> Wait, who's Mason? Oh, on that note. Oh. All right. Mason, I play bass. He does the things with his fingers. Yeah, the finger thing. Slap at a bass. Um, yeah, I, I'd be the easiest to judge. I'm pretty, I don't know. I like a lot of things. So, And then that's lenient. Yeah, Fade is the Fade Mason is lenient. Yeah. yeah. Mason is Randy. Yeah. <laughs> Uh, I'm Fade. I I do the other mouth stuff. Um, <laughs> just to clarify, I I, I do the, the hollering, and he does the singing. So. I'm good cop. He's bad cop. Yeah, I'm the bad cop. I like that. He's the holler. Okay. Yeah. He's the holler, and he's the hardest judge. Apparently, I am just the. I I mean, I can't lie. I would be the hardest. <laughs> <laughs> Mason would be the. So that's my answer. All right, I'm Tyler. I uh, do the other thing with my fingers. The boo. And uh, yeah, and I do the wheelie wheelies, yeah. And uh, I don't know. I think I my I'm kind of a hard judge, but I won't say that I am. I'll just tell everybody they're doing a great job. So he's a mixture and of. The, you're, you're like you're doing a great job, but uh, here's but you got a four. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, you got a four point three. You're 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 like Anthony Fantana. Yeah. Ooh. Ooh. I'm just kidding. Ooh. We don't speak his name around. Are you Anthony Fantano, Tyler? Fuck no, dude. No. Yeah. Is Fade Fade the Anthony Fantano? Ooh. No. You're the good guy. He's got he's got the most hair, so probably not, right? Yeah. (laughs) Probably not. Probably not. Based off that metric. I don't know, dude. Because Anthony Fantano gave that new Sleep Token album like a really bad score, and I kind of hate him for that. Oh, we love him. No, I mean I don't like him either. We Matt. love you. Love so we're split. We're split like half. We love you, Tony. 
<laughs> microphone, one We're microphone boys. loves Kathy Fantana, one doesn't. Um, <laughs> so anyways, y'all just dropped a new single. How do you think Anthony Fantana would rate that single? Oh, fuck. Well, he'll think it's a goddamn masterpiece. <laughs> <laughs> You'll think the greatest thing that's ever vibrated is eardrums. Oh, I, love it. I, I would think so. The yeah. best thing he's heard since Thriller by Michael Jackson. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. yeah. He he would love it. I in fact, you know, I would dare him to love to listen to it because he would love it so much, you know. Yeah, listen to it. Yeah, listen Anthony. To Tony. Tony. Yeah, he's our boy, Tony. Tony, yeah. Oh, Tony. So, suddenly everyone, suddenly everyone likes Anthony Fantano now, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah dude. Cool. Yeah, dude. Might make it a little extra bucks if he listens to it. Yeah, I'm, no, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I'm, I'm just kidding. <laughs> I mean, isn't that how the industry works these days? Uh, At least not for me, but everyone out. else. <laughs> yeah, I guess. <laughs> Hateful little things. Um interesting name first off who who's yeah. the hateful little things who what are, what are the hateful little things what, what, what is that referring to i'm oh, telling yeah. you it's when we watch other bands play where the hateful little things <laughs> okay. no, but, uh, beware uh, of the battle of bands tonight yeah yeah no but <laughs> despite our petty smallness which which is not in in that song actually um it's it's uh it's actually um so every every the entire album tells a story. It's a concept album. And this song is the second to last album. Song. 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 Uh, sorry, song. Yeah. On, the second to last song on the album. And uh, the title specifically refers to the, to the, the two protagonists, really, of, of the two subjects of, of the album, really. Um, right. Which is, uh, are, are these two lovers that have kind of, like, found themselves so deep into this situation to where they're, like, it's irreconcilable and... Uh, I hate each other and um and that's that's directly what it refers to okay I, I like that that's that's uh so you're gonna it's like a whole concept album and it's like basically like a breakup kind of or or like a the process of like a relationship break up in no worse ways in the worst, in the worst ways. ways all um, right more about the aftermath of that too actually yeah it's uh it's pretty late into the album and at this point about halfway through the album something kind of happens in the album and and the tone kind of shifts a little bit to more more to where uh i don't know what's what's really happening or going on in the story is kind of like more or less fluid or reality is kind of uh not quite uh directly i don't know told to you like what's going on and uh, actually at this point they are standing um at the gate uh that keeps the land of the dead on up and they are on opposite sides and professing their undying hatred to one another as their bodies rot all right i love that that's, that's very metal <laughs> it's metal it is it's, it's very greek tragedy um it was inspired Directly, actually, the whole album was directly inspired by various uh, Shinto myths and characters. Uh, the storyline, um, the storyline that takes place in the album, is actually a modern love story. It's more of a tragedy than anything, but it runs directly, uh, directly parallel at times to uh, the Shinto creation myth of death, and um, and uh loosely follows the the events of that whole creation myth and and the journey the journey of izanagi and izanami to the land of death and uh 
It's a whole thing. Uh, it kind of mirrors that whole thing, but in a modern setting in, in within the context of an original love story that's also very tragic and has tendencies to lean into uh, elements of occult and cosmic horror at times. Um, All right. I, yeah. I was actually, I read y'all's bio on Spotify. I was actually going to ask y'all like to wait where like the Shinto um, influence was, but I'm, we got that out of the way very quickly. That's This is very <laughs> cool. I, I don't think I've any, I've ever talked to any band that's like been influenced by, I mean, mythology, much less like Eastern mythology. So. Oh yeah. It's, I mean, Shinto mythology honestly is just uh, like, it's really fascinating it's it's all it's almost always very tragic and it's also very like human like people react in very human very visceral very like extreme ways and it's kind of cool to see how i don't know they're all of their their crazy myths about slaying giant snakes and, and you know rescuing princesses and shit it's it's pretty it's pretty wild actually uh sorry i just swore i don't know if i can do that but oh yeah you can say whatever you want okay. titties <laughs> Piss. Oh, Anyways, uh, yeah, whatever. The thing about these songs is that's all in there too. But you can also listen to a song as like a breakup song or a hateful song or a song about love too. Yeah, again, it's a love story, so you know it's it's uh, there's always kind of that I don't know breakupy element. Uh, it's very bitter. It's very bitter, but it, it sounds pretty also. So if you're a scholar or an angsty teen, you still can enjoy our shit. <laughs> it, it has it has multitudes, and I I like that. It's like because obviously the relationship side of it is universal i mean for most people i would say yeah. right like something know. anyone can relate to kind of really? i would hope that you've fallen in love before better to have yeah. loved better to have loved and lost than to never loved at all right that is the the saying of course dude but and then, i agree with that. but then it's also like multi-dimensional and like you get really deep with that so. yeah yeah again like halfway about halfway throughout the album the reality kind of degrades you're not quite sure what's going on it's kind of like mostly left up to you to like kind of surmise or or uh, have your own theories about what's going on and it it's kind of cool to uh you know we're kind of still interpreting that too you know it's like what what exactly happened and whether what was real and what wasn't and oh i like that it's open-ended it's even the band doesn't quite know yeah <laughs> <Right>? <laughs> Um, no, it was cool too, because like I was a little. Me and Stefan have been like conceptualizing the whole thing for like a long time, a couple years, and uh, but uh, when we were when we were talking to Josh and then Dylan also about it, they seemed to like be on board with it too, and it was it was cool seeing them like interpretate, you know, or not interpretate. That's not a word. <laughs> Give me a word if you want. Thank you. Uh, yeah, it's cool seeing them interpret, you know, what what our ideas were, but like in their own, you know, original way too. So like, uh, massive pleasure to have those dudes on this album. Like, they're so cool, and uh, we're just super stoked to have had that. Yeah, I guess do that with them. So like, what what was like the process like getting them to be on there? Was it just like these are the right guys to do, it and you reached out to them, or did you like look around or things like that? Like, how how did you know like what who to bring on for this that is a good question um so i'll just be open about this if that's cool basically like when we Let's released our first ep like hallucinations um we one of our strategies for marketing was just to fucking dm like five people a day and then i think mason got in contact with the uh, the guys from little, little geronimo. geronimo yeah little geronimo oh, yeah love them yeah, turner it was turner the other right? side of the country right yeah Florida. holy yeah love, love those guys cool all the way yeah, yeah turner's awesome yeah dude he's a cool ass fucking dude and like 
he, me and him were talking a little bit. He was giving me some pointers and he's like, yeah, like get, um, get Josh on. Cause he's always down to like, um, feature on stuff and Dylan too, you know, and it's a, it's also a good, uh, way to get ourselves out there more, you oh, know, yeah. like getting us connected with those, those bands within that scene. Right. So, yeah. yeah and they're, they're also really cool and really talented. So like, it just fucking, it fit in perfectly with what we were doing. So, yeah, it's, it's a really cool open scene. And like, if you, it's just, it's really worth knowing the people in it for sure. It's always like, if you're aspiring to be part of it, it's definitely worth branching out and like hitting people up. So, well, a big part of that for us too, was just like being all the way the hell out here. Like where yeah. do we start to be able to go and like play shows on the mainland, you know? And these like, uh, one big cool, one thing for me was like, uh, John from adventurer. He was like, uh, also great guy. Oh, uh, dude. So he's so cool. And like, I've been listening to adventure for years. Like I like from their like very beginning stuff, like, you know, Mariana's trench coat and stuff like really early stuff. So I was super stoked, you know, like I love all of those bands and that, that we've been like, uh, you know, put in touch with. And for me, I'm just like kind of nerding out because I'm like, oh, dude, like I listen to all these bands, you know? Yeah. And now, and now you're working with them, which is like, that's, that's kind of the dream, right? Yeah, dude, absolutely. I, again, you know, like nothing but but uh, but thank but uh, thankfulness that these guys were even willing to help us out with like features and stuff. Like super, super cool. Like couldn't ask for that in a million years. We're super stoked. So yeah. um, your first EP, uh, what was it called? Hallucinations. <laughs> uh, it came out in twenty twenty one. It says y'all started in twenty twenty. So I was kind of wondering, like that. That's a really time frame to like get a whole, whole ep out so i was wondering like did y'all know each other beforehand like what was the history before this band even started where, where did where does the story even begin with y'all oh man well it started at a one dance cabin dance show one night when we all went and attended but we did not know each other at all <laughs> so that's the origin of all that and then uh one thing like another, people started jamming other people until like the connection was made between us. Uh, and then we decided that we were good enough to record something. So we went out and looked for a producer, which is Tyler, who ended up joining. Yeah, we uh, we actually found Tyler because we hired him to like record and produce our, our EP. And then we just like kind of uh, held him uh, against his will for a while until he eventually <laughs> agreed you know, to be part of our band. Yeah. And uh, all the songs were written already, all four of those songs. So it was just a matter of me helping like the old members, like kind of get, get that going. And then around the same time, um, one of the, the old guitarists was leaving and I, I was like, okay, I'll fucking fill in for you guys and whatever. And that's how and and, they pull you in and, yeah, they pulled me in, fucking held me against my will, dude. But no, it's cool. It's like this is like the kind of music I always wanted to make. Um like fucking I'm a big gent kid, but I also like weeb music. So like this was my outlet <laughs> to fucking incorporate that. And it kind of goes hand in hand with post hardcore, so that's absolutely. Yeah. I mean, I think obviously hallucinations, I think 
has that the whole you know weedly weedly like progressive post hardcore stuff sound for sure but i think it also is a really good like just straight up post hardcore album as well which is because i think sometimes you lose a little bit of both of those when you're like some people do but i think it it really you know straddles both of them very well so thank you yeah thank you so much um and yeah we just you know it was really born out of like the a passion for post hardcore you know we just wanted to make some badass post hardcore and um and uh this next one though we're kind of trying to uh differentiate ourselves a little bit more and i honestly think we have a really cool base um to work with and i i can't wait till everyone hears this new material because uh what we've really tried to do is take the kind of like what we established in the first ep and then um we're going to add elements of uh of um like japanese city pop as well as like i love that yeah yeah as well as like gent um you no know, because you know tyler's writing a lot more songs uh for this album than obviously like you wrote a little bit for the last uh, for the ep but not but like most of the songs were already written but the but like the gent influence is it was really strong it's really cool and i i can't wait to see for everyone to see like this particular like blend of post hardcore if you will that sounds a lot like a lot of the j-pop bands i'm thinking like a pale dusk and things like that or not j-pop j-rock but um things That's like definitely, that so. definitely part of the influence yeah you'll right, you, right on yeah it's like like an, like anime intro openings and yeah shit the shit that plays during those yeah dude that was huge yes. influence on us this time around hell yeah so do you, do you guys think that you guys could get one of these songs to maybe be an anime intro someday or play your we cards tried. Right? try we, your best we tried and we wrote we up like, yeah we wrote up like this entire thing and we tried to hire a guy to do it and he's like no i think all of our songs could work as an anime opening i mean all of them could work i think so too yeah but we tried and we like hired a guy to do it and he was like dude you guys you need like more people for this like i can't just do all of this and we're just like oh okay one day definitely. one day one day we're gonna get it though maybe they'll make an anime about y'all <laughs> hey that'd be funny <laughs> <laughs> after the movie <laughs> after the movie <laughs> Yeah, we always joke about how we're gonna have like one of those like band movies about ourselves <laughs> And when like oh, some biopic goes down, yeah, like a biopic. And when some fucking shit goes down, we're like, oh, is this gonna be in the movie? Like, <laughs> <laughs> one of the ways we cope with the misfortunes that we had in the band. <laughs> yeah, uh, just the movie on, dude. That's, that's hilarious. We're gonna make the like... movie better. <laughs> I mean, that's that's kind of like how you have to like treat real life. It's like this will just make my movie better, right? Yeah, for yeah. all of us, the music doesn't matter. The end goal is that movie. <laughs> yeah, we're just. Are y'all gonna play yourselves, or are you gonna? Oh, do you want to know our castings, dude? Yeah, well, what's the, what's the casting? Okay, I'm sure you thought about this, right? Yeah, oh, dude, it's a hot, it's a hot topic for us. All right, so it's a hot debate. It is, yeah. So Tyler's Tyler is played by Danny McBride. <laughs> of of yeah. course, right? And then uh, we're gonna gender Ben Mason and. I'm thinking like Zendaya, dude. Like, oh yeah, that would be. I can see would, it. I can see it. Yeah, fine as hell, yeah. dude. And I'm dating Tom Holland. Yeah. <laughs> uh, our mine is a little experimental. <laughs> We're or, hoping to uh, maybe you know, uh, help out Bobby Lee's career. <laughs> <So>. <laughs> yeah. yeah. And then uh, 
Fate is Morbius. Who played Morbius? What the oh, fuck is? Oh, yeah, Jared yeah. Leto. Yeah, he's Jared Leto. Yeah, that's where the budget goes. Yeah, <laughs> that's just Jared Leto when he's in Thirty Seconds to Mars. <laughs> Dude, you have no many times. You have no idea how many times these fuckers have tried to get me to go up on stage and say it's Morbin time. I'm like, dude, I'm never doing that. I will never do that. You should just have that in your one of your songs, just like <laughs> like I before like, like a pull of Bill Murray and just have like <laughs> someone yell break out down. Song. I would love that. <laughs> it's Morbin time. Just, like, <laughs> just said it. <laughs> I think it'd be great. And then like you get up on stage and then like right when before that part happens, you like throw your like microphone out to the fans and they all yell it and then y'all go into like the heaviest breakdown ever. It's just yeah. you sir just owned your earned yourself a writer's credit to one of our songs. Yeah. Right. Collaborator now, dude. So uh what what percentage of the uh Spotify uh royalties am I gonna get there? That's what I'm really concerned about. Oh, we're just hoping for how many, how many uh, percentage, yeah, how many uh uh deci- how many zeros before the one? Too many. Too many. Point zero 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 one penny for every stream. Yeah. Well, doesn't sound like that when you talk about it, but you wait a hundred years, you might have ten bucks, dude. You know? hundred years, yeah. Let's go. That could be that could come in handy. Yeah, you can spend that ten bucks. I mean, ten I bet you ten bucks in a hundred years from now is gonna be like that's gonna be like fifty cents. Yeah, absolutely. Like, I'm gonna go buy a gumball with my with my royalties from. Yeah, uh, right. <laughs> it's almost roughly equivalent to what you get anyway. My hell, buy gumballs with royalties. <laughs> yeah, this this is a good reminder, everyone, to go buy merch from your favorite bands. Mm. Y'all got merch? We do, and uh, we're gonna have some some uh, some new sexy shirts coming out. This guy. Uh, actually does most of our shirt designs he's like he's like a he's a brilliant artist he's an amazing artist and he does a lot of our shirt designs so we're gonna have some really cool ones coming out only when i'm aroused these shirts are going to be erotic is what he means to say by that <laughs> yeah he drew the artwork for our uh, ep that's pretty cool because i was aroused yeah he was aroused that's why he did it <laughs> and they're like let's roll up that and i was like, okay that's how that happened back to hallucinations y'all said that it was already written before or before this band even formed like so it was just like a project that's sorry uh just before tyler came on board just before okay so y'all y'all wrote it after y'all yeah and we hired him to to record and produce it for us okay yeah i got got that mixed up i'm sorry no sorry we're we're probably jumping around a lot like i'm i hope you can get anything from it so Oh, I'm getting it all. Oh, you no, know, yes. when I said earlier that I was going to cut that out, I was clearly lying. No, yeah. I was, oh, no. <laughs> trust your discretion, bud. Oh, I had none. <laughs> <laughs> you're about to are you, you're about to drop a single, right? With uh, Dylan McBride, right? Um, I don't think that's going to be the next one. But, oh, I thought. Uh, I'm sorry. I thought that. No, but it, it will okay. be one of the singles Definitely that are dropped. One of the singles. Album. Okay. I yeah. show that honey off. So yeah, and he's he's too good not to not to show it off too. He, yeah, man, Dylan, he killed it. Dylan's a great guy, yeah. very talented. Very talented. <laughs> Glad he suggests. So. <laughs> he is very talented. I I saw him almost a year ago now. 
oh, with, uh, Lilac Kings, which is where I got my hat. But um, yeah, they're, I mean, uh, cool people, great musicians. No, yeah, uh, they're amazing. Uh, so I guess what what is what's the next single after this one though? Between the the one with Dylan and Hateful oh, Little Things. Oh uh, yeah, yeah, this one's just just us, no features. Us. So we get to show of, of what we can do, you know. But uh, what? But when is that coming out, and what's it called? I guess when I was trying to get at. <laughs> oh sure. Um. Well, the title of the song is Yomi. Um, Yomi. Uh huh. It's uh, the land of the dead is what that means. Heard it here first. <laughs> <laughs> and uh, as for our release date, I don't think we specifically have another a one down. Doing. But uh, but soon it's like it's ready. We're just uh, it's ready. Uh, we're, just sitting we're, on it. Pull the trigger. Yeah, yep. pretty much. Keeping that egg warm. Yes, you know it. So, um, where where does this one fit in your album? Because I guess it's a concept. So. Oh yeah. So. Or, or is it, or would that spoil? Would that spoil too much? I guess. No, no. We're happy to tell you about it. Anything to get people interested. Hopefully, it does get people interested. Um, so this one is actually about uh, our protagonist um, get uh, his conscience getting the best of him after recently having uh, murdered his his uh, wife Spoilers. in a ritual in in a in a in a cult ritual, and then he dumped it, her body and. Uh, she she haunts him he can't get away from what he did and he's driven slowly insane by an evil spirit he may or may 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 or may not have summoned earlier with his wife during a ritual wedding um and he's slowly driven insane by guilt and uh this thing whispering in his ear and he decides he has to go find his wife so it's the story of him trying to find the body of his wife in the land of the dead your typical love story yeah it's right in the middle of the album (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> fourth song in but this sounds very pivotal though like the, a lot of the plot uh depends on all what's happening in this song so for sure yeah Absolutely. definitely feel that in a song yeah it's kind of it's actually kind of at that midway point where we're kind of looking at a, a tone shift a, l- a little bit you know all right i love that i love a tone shift in an album yeah it gets it gets a little yeah. trippier a little bit more like uh almost experimental i'd say what so. i say is that i think out of all of our songs that would make a great anime opening song this, this song would be the one oh be the yeah one. oh yeah definitely dude pump and chorus i can't wait for people to hear it honestly so get ready all you weebs <laughs> yeah <laughs> So when you say trippier, what like in what way are we talking trippier, I guess? Um, sure. So uh it, it'll kind of blur the lines between like what's actually like whether you're like whether what what you're getting from the song is actually happening in the song. And sometimes, you know, uh especially in the latter half of the album, it'll be just like super uh almost reality fluid like are they are they really in the land of the dead uh you know or is that just a metaphor for him trying to find his wife that he obviously dumped into into an ocean or something um and it's kind of like more up up to the 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 listener to like make that determination and um um like kind of i i I wanted i i would i would like everyone to kind of have like their own specific picture of of the events painted in their head kind of like reading a book almost and kind of uh for them to interpret it the way that they want to 
Um, of course, there's a there's a twist kind of at the end of the album that kind of shakes things up and makes you question things a little bit more. But a lot of it becomes more interpretive. Reality is a little bit more fluid. It's kind of not straightforward as to telling you exactly what's happening. All right. So I guess since this is like based off like Shinto mythology, I was kind of wondering, like, is there anything that you think we should? I don't know, not like. Is there at home reading? Is there any like research like, or like that that you think we should do so they would make the listener understand, I guess, the album better? Or, I uh, yeah, in fact, um, you know, if you have some way of like uh, reading Japanese or if you read Japanese, we uh, we're gonna leave some stuff in the album artwork that people can look at for for clues. Um, and, uh, if you really kind of, uh, you know, again, the, the, the events only kind of loosely parallel what happened in the actual myth, but, uh, if you want to know kind of a little bit more about what, what the, uh, the story kind of parallels to it, it would be the creation myth of death in Shinto mythology, which involves, um, Izanagi and Izanami's, uh, visit to, to the land of the dead. And that would be the, the myth to look into. It's specifically the creation myth of how like death itself, the concept of death, the people dying in the first place came to be in their mythology. Um, but yeah, there'll be, there'll be other stuff kind of on the, uh, you know, we, we never say that explicitly, but uh, um, yeah, we, it's kind of what inspired it. And we, we'd love people to like get into it and kind of draw parallels to the story and, and you know, and uh, kind of take, make, of, make of it what, what they will all right that's that's always fun like getting the letting people interpret like what your music means because i think that because i maybe sometimes they bring you something that's totally different than which you even intended intend, intended so yeah like it's it's more so it's not like something that's like uh you know here to like take your hand there's no definitive or anything yeah yeah i tell you exactly what's happening it's kind of like something more for you to like um did like this is it. This is a like a, a still shot of of it, and like it's not explained to you or or anything. It's just up for you to like interpret. You know what I mean? Yeah. So like, how did y'all get into this into like Shinto mythology and things like that? Uh, well, I've been I've been a goddamn nerd my whole life. Just <laughs> it just. <laughs> um, Tyler, I think you've been into Shinto stuff. I mean, not <laughs> not directly. I mean, I know some stuff because. I am Japanese. We just do shit that I just grew up doing shit that I don't know parallels Shinto mythology, I guess. So there's that. And um, me and Fade have also been playing Shin Megami Tensei. So oh. there, that's a big. Uh, we owe a lot to SMT. We owe a lot to SMT. Yeah, that that was a big, uh, big influence in like this story and like. Even like the our whole aesthetic with the album art, like the the creatures everywhere and shit, like that's a direct, dare I say, ripoff of SMT. <laughs> so, yeah. Shamelessly though. Yeah, shamelessly. Shamelessly, well. That's all right. I'm totally down with the, you know, ripping off, you know, art that makes way more money than you do so <laughs> uh, yeah, well, way well, more profitable stuff so yeah well what yeah, we, like, we, we just told the artist we were just like yeah just you know like look into like we gave her some examples like some some creatures from shinto mythology and just like you know to your discretion just kind of sprinkle them throughout and yeah it looked basically like exactly what we wanted which was you know 
almost a like SMT-esque amalgamation of like creatures and yeah, it was it turned out super dope. She was, she's a wonderful artist. Lisa Kagawa. She's good. All right. And so like, when did y'all decide like, all right, this is the direction I wanted to go with. You want to go with this, uh, like using like implementing like this body. Is it just like always just like a conscious thing that you were like, I want to get this in it's the music I'm making. Or was it like, or did you have to like, kind of like convince everyone this is the direction you wanted to go? Oh, no. Well, um, actually, the conception of the of the concept itself was actually just from me and Stefan, like kind of because we knew we wanted to do a conceptual album um, just because uh, that's that's what we wanted to do. Like we, we love progressive music and, and con- concept albums, especially for me or something that like I grew up listening to, like really old school weird shit like dream theater, Symphony X, like really old school, like boomer prog kind of stuff like <laughs> I love that shit, dude. Um, and no, I mean, that's I, I love a narrative album as well. So, oh yeah, yeah. And um, so yeah, we knew we wanted to do that. And I don't know exactly how we started getting into specifically the topic of Shinto mythology, but um, I started reading a lot, a lot of like old Shinto stuff. And I don't know how I got into it, but I started sending them a lot to Stefan and stuff. I'm like, dude, we should. Well, think about doing something yeah something like that i think what happened was we kind of wrote some you know we were writing a song and we just wrote words to for a melody you know uh so we had these songs kind of written out a little bit and then like i think like maybe like two songs in maybe just the first song we came up with this shinto thing and then we were like okay how can we fit what we just wrote into this mythology and that's what and the result was a, the parallel to that story in like a modern setting because I, I believe we wrote oh, a yeah. song about like a like a car crash. You know, oh like yeah, that's right. We, the first one, out. yeah, we were kind of just like, oh yeah. So how can we like? That's right. So we were we were trying to figure out how we could fit fit like Shinto mythology into like a, a modern context. We didn't want to do all that work again and write something else. <laughs> <laughs> we didn't want to rewrite the song either, you know? Because um, so uh, we just kind of like um, uh, made up a framework that we can just like kind of put that within and then use going forward as well for the rest of the songs. We had like a blueprint, like every song can be about this part in, in, in the story. Um, and then uh, what, what else is cool too is like you got to see two different people, me and Stefan, interpret it. Like we would look at the same thing, like this song is going to be about this. And then we would read it and then we would both like write lyrics for it and interpret it. Like, like So it's like independent of each other. Y'all are both telling yeah. your own side of the story at a well um own interpretation and then like own interpretation a, yeah yeah but then at a certain point it's like blended together you know after we kind of like oh this is what you're going for yeah, we trade we notes of... and then uh usually it doesn't take a lot we i mean we don't uh, look at each other you got changed that you got changed that it's <laughs> like you know what i didn't see it that way before yeah like i roll with that yeah sometimes he'll write parts for me i'll write parts for him like uh just generally <laughs> the the more time we spend on it the more vision we'll have for it that we can like kind of blend together and make something cooler out of you know what i mean well i'm getting more and more excited about this album the more we talk about it because this oh, is just yeah. like there's there's just so many wrinkles in this that's just that's just like like that like the fact that y'all are like kind of almost writing independently and then bringing it together and like y'all are having totally different like interpretations of what's happening yeah and putting it all together it's still like you know it's still uh coherent when we want it to be but it's also like a lot of it is evocative too like like i said yeah 
having it, you know, form your own picture in your head too. And you're just like, Oh, um, yeah. So we're, we're still kind of, uh, we're still kind of interpreting it too. And it's like almost like a, not a living thing that would be pretentious and dumb of me to say, but it, <laughs> yeah, me too. You can call it, you can call it your baby if you want. It's all right. Yeah. Yeah. So no, we're, we're very proud of it, honestly. And we're just stoked for everyone to hear it and like, see what their, their take on our, on our take on the genre is. Right on. So, um, when it, so after this next single, you have, a uh, the song with, uh, Dylan coming out, when is that, when do you think that'll come out? Uh, <clears throat> hard to say. I mean, if I can just be totally transparent about what we're doing right now with hateful little things, um, like we we're trying our best to get out of Hawaii, like get out of the Hawaii scene. So this song is more of like an ex- experimental piece with that. Like, and, um, we're just going to try out some different marketing strategies, see what works, see what doesn't. And then from there, when we feel like, Oh, we got to start picking up momentum again. Or, uh, you know, once we have like a, like a set strategy down that works, we'll release the next two singles. Next stuff. Okay. I like yes. that. So it's-, so it's really hard to say when we do want to get it out. Like next, 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 yeah. Next few months, next, next okay. year to be like, to be safe i guess early next year um all right say <laughs> really hard to say but first time i'm hearing this today. <laughs> but uh no I, I appreciate that it's like y'all are trying to figure out what's the best marketing strategy for you the best way to like to get the most out of re-releases so that's that's a smart way to go about it because i think a lot of people just want to get things out as quickly as possible and i think and sometimes it works like that but i think this you know, it's, I guess being in Hawaii, I think it's probably, that's a whole other challenge too. So you got to like actually well, be a little more meticulous with how you're, with your release strategies and your marketing strategies. So, Well, that that's literally it. You know, this is necessary because we're in Hawaii. Like, you know, we need to develop these, we need to develop, we need to know where people like us, you know, we need to know where we can play shows. And part of that is just feeling out the market for it. You know, we just need to know where people are listening to us. And uh, once we identify those places, um, which we have started already, you know, um, hopefully we can start setting up some shows in the mainland because that's kind of our, our goal right now. Everyone's commenting, come to Brazil on your post, right? Yeah. Oh. Brazil, uh, <laughs> that's how I know when we make Brazil. Yeah. <laughs> uh, so it's, well, it's, Unironic. Although I think I we do have Brazil. some listeners in Brazil, I think. <laughs> so it'll be for that for those two people over there. We'll play a show for there's them. There's more. I was looking at the stats the other day. Just, the more Mary. More. I'll be happy with just the two, but <laughs> yeah. it's a meme, guys. It's a oh. meme. It's come to Brazil. What's a meme? Yeah. Just kidding. Well, I guess if y'all don't mind like getting that into like into it, like what what places are you looking at right now based off your marketing success like where where would y'all be looking at going to the united states if you were to like come and play shows here dude that's a Can good question that? like yeah, yeah. cali specific hayward. i forgot yeah hayward, hayward california we got hayward california where's hayward california <laughs> smack dab in the middle of the bay area dude okay so bay area that's good yeah, and yeah. Then sacramento from there hopefully that would be mine yeah and then that makes sense for some reason, we have a lot of listeners in Richmond, Virginia. 
Virginia in general. There's Richmond's, and then there was another uh, Virginian city on there. Like, I, I want to go to. I, we need to go to Virginia. That's just Virginia is a solid scene. That's where like Pulses is from. Um, yeah, that's Boy. that's what I heard. Yeah, that makes a little bit more. I sense. think there's other bands. Um, Tired of Violence, but they're a little dip. But he's a little a different thing. Um, there's got to be more. I feel like there's more bands from Virginia. Um, I mean, honestly, that like that like dc baltimore like like south of philadelphia like scene like that's a very strong scene for sure um really i kind of like i think probably overlaps with virginia so mm, Inter- interesting yeah yeah like the result like nightlife is from i think baltimore pulses from dc area um with sales aheads from new jersey but like they kind of play around that area too um zulu i think are they from baltimore I don't know. That's it's so interesting to see that because like we were expecting like all West Coast, like all California and Seattle. I mean, we do have a couple listeners there, but not as strong as like the East Coast. The East Coast. Really interesting to see. Like, I don't know. It's it's weird. (laughs) And being from Hawaii, dude, like, um, like you're not really exposed to that kind of stuff. Like, you don't really see. Yeah, you don't really leave and you don't really see like why scenes are so big in other parts of the US, you know, or even where the scene is in other parts of the US. So it's been very eye opening for sure. You know, I kind of feel that because I'm from Texas, which is just like gigantic. So it's just so hard to get out of Texas just in general. Because you go, you go like 500 miles in either direction, you'll still be in the same state. So yeah, I, I, I kind of get where you're coming from. It's hard to see like what else is going on other places. Yeah, dude. And our, our Island's only like 20 miles long, dude. Like, and like the whole scene is like 10 minutes away from me, you know, like it's, (laughs) and the weird thing about Hawaii too, is like, we, there's no, like, correct me if I'm wrong, but there's like a strong hardcore scene in this city. There's a strong metal core scene in this city here. It's like, when we play shows, it's like fuck. We're playing with like a reggae band and a punk band, and fucking like a new metal band, like all sorts of different genres. Because it's so fucking small here, right? You just kind of like you really just kind of like take what you can get. Not like not mix. Not that we don't. Yeah, not that we don't love playing with these bands. It's just like it's, it's... hard to find people that we really fit in with. You know what I mean? Uh, other bands. Yeah. I get that. And I guess, I mean, I don't even get that really. I mean, no, like I understand like where you're coming from with that, but like, I have never personally experienced it. Cause like, like I spent most of my life living in Dallas, which is like the fourth, like the whole Metroplex is like the fourth biggest city in the United States. And so it's like, you, it's really easy to find enough bands to fill a bill with the same sound as you like in that area. Plus all the bands coming through there anyways. So yeah, that, that does sound like quite a challenge because and I like I, I don't think I've ever really lived in a small city either. So yeah. Yeah, I mean it, it's like I grew up in a small town too, so in the mainland. So like I know both like living on the outskirts of somewhere uh versus like truly uh, true isolation on an island and like yeah, it's just <laughs> really hard to get any traction. 
out here just in terms of like people that you know like the music or other bands and yeah so i mean it's like a very, probably a really limited pool like people to yeah. like try to like appeal to yeah oh yeah there's a very there's a there is a scene here but you know like there will be anywhere you know but it's yeah. just it's very small you know um so we're just uh, trying to get our music out to people that will like it you know and it's we're just trying to get get it get it beyond the island so anyways if you like this band what they're saying you should definitely like go stream all their music like over and over and over again so they'll come visit you please we will come visit you if you do like we legit will yeah come to texas oh dude i would dude. love that we'd love to bro texas is so whack bro oh no like <laughs> i mean it, it is but it's kind of it's kind of nice living here dude like it's <laughs> You know, I'm I'm from here and I grew up here and I haven't been to the mainland much. But when I went to Texas, dude, it's like it's like a big fucking highway with like <laughs> stuff on the side of it. It's so fucking weird, dude. And gas. Oh is yeah, like that's exactly bucks. what it is. That's exactly yeah, like, what, what it is. Like what the fuck, dude? Like it's so crazy. I think like when we finally do hit the mainland, I'm gonna be so fucking shook up, bro. Like he is. He's gonna be like he's gonna have a culture shock, dude. Yeah, me and Mason, dude. Yeah, like we're the. I've been I've been to Cali a lot. Oh, that's true. Yeah, but even California is fucking whack, dude. Like what the <laughs> fuck, <laughs> bro? Like. But now, honestly, we'll go anywhere that'll have us except Florida, you know. <laughs> Florida. <laughs> sorry, sorry, <Jersey>. Turner. <laughs> Ohio. <laughs> uh, <laughs> no, honestly, I would actually like not joking. Like, I would love to go to Florida <laughs> to go, just to go see bands. Not not necessarily to. Yeah. Oh, yeah. There's so many good bands in Florida. So many. It's garbage yeah. place. Great for bands, apparently. Yeah, yeah exactly. Like, hard, like hard, they're really hard, like yeah. they're really like punching above their weight in bands right now. Yeah, they are. Yeah. yeah. And I guess and obviously because it costs a lot more for y'all to tour, y'all have to like really, really figure out where y'all are gonna go, I guess. Or are y'all just like, fuck it, if we're going, we're gonna go everywhere or um I we feel like we want to, but um as a as the days went by and then we thought more about touring uh i think we don't want to start off with our big foot forward like put all of our eggs in one basket and maybe do something a little smaller just to see if it's feasible for us and then once if that's successful then we could uh, plan bigger and bigger i would i would want to do like like a nationwide tour but Oh yeah, we we would love to. You know, we would love to go everywhere if if, if that was you know feasible, and maybe one right. day it will be. But right now, we're just trying to identify like uh, start small and yeah, dip our and, toes in the water. Yeah, and hopefully we can start flying out and doing you know like smaller uh, smaller tours or just like weekend shows. You know, um, it, we're we're really gonna solidify that strategy a little bit more once we kind of, once we get more data from the marketing and see where people are actually like listening to us. I think y'all and like Shrezers and Galleons should all like pull your mind together and go like on a super it. tour with all the bands that like can't tour because they're so isolated from <laughs> the rest of the world. What's up, dude? Shrezers, we will we will tour with Shrezers, dude. We will. Uh... That dude, that'd be pretty fuck, lit, right? Fuck Shrezers, dude. Their shit is so hard to play, bro. What the fuck? <laughs> what the fuck, dude? <laughs> I guess that's why they're called Shrezers, huh? 
I love their shirt. <laughs> that one shirt they have. <laughs> that's the, that's the one thing maybe I might draw the line with when it comes with the anything will go on this. I don't know if we should start dropping porn sites, but that's a. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we well, all. I might attract the wrong. <laughs> but yeah, the Shrezer, that one Shrezer shirt is hilarious. I'll have to check that out. I'm wow. familiar with their branding. Yeah. So I guess how about the opposite question? Who would you want to come to Hawaii to play with y'all? Uh, everyone. Bring him. Everyone. Bring him. Yeah. Periphery. Periphery. Oh, love, love Periphery. Dude. All right. If I if I saw periphery, I would fucking cry, dude. I would cry like a little fucking baby, bro. Like that fucking oh my I'm not even gonna go into that, but dude, you're gonna you're gonna hear a lot of that on this new album, let me tell you. Periphery, all right. What about you, Mason? Well fucking blink. Oh, Blink, yeah. I would love, love to open up for Blink. You know, well, I, bet, I mean, I bet Blink would yeah. play Hawaii sometime. Uh, I guess they just, but they just haven't been together. Well, I guess they have been, but just not without Tom. But I, they'd play Hawaii at some point, I, I imagine. No, they haven't played in Hawaii since like 2005. 2005? Yeah. Man, I don't even know. Yeah. <laughs> fucking Hawthorne. Hawthorne comes down here like all the fucking time. Hawthorne Heights? Yeah. Like, if they can do it, Blink can do it. Come on. Fuck. Yeah. Agreed. DGD was here. Come on. <laughs> Come on. Well, I mean, DGD, I think, does, like, weird, goes to weird places, too. I think we actually, we actually, when we caught him here, it was right before the success of, uh, no, it was, when, when was that album? Mothership. No. Uh, the one after uh, Mothership. After, after. Tree. Artificial Selection. Artificial Selection. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. So, and then before they got, like, really, really big. They're probably too big to play the same venue they played here now, but there was a time. <laughs> Dude, that was venue time. was packed, bro. Like it was probably the it's probably like a hundred square feet, not even. Everyone was fucking like sardines in there. It was so crazy. <laughs> was I just like the biggest show like that month or whatever? Like Yeah, so, yeah. it's it sold out Dude, twice. It, it sold out. Twice. Yeah, so they yeah. played it's sold out twice. Yeah, it was good. Yeah. We, were, we were like right in front of their faces. Yeah, there's, like, yeah. there's no barriers or anything. There's no like big stage for this venue. It's just, you know, like the, the kind of venue you see for those bands that play while you eat dinner. It's like there's not even stage at all. And so I, 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 I don't know how Tilly must have felt, but we were all up there. We were all up there. <laughs> I mean, the one, I remember the one time I saw him, he had like broken his leg or something. He was on, well, like he was fine when he was singing, but like after the show, he was like on crutches, like going around it's like he's signing like autographs and taking pictures but he's like on crutches and he like just played a show and he's like i guess he had a brace on during it but like you couldn't really tell because he was still active like fronting the band so oh shit i wouldn't get another opportunity like that again though uh next time they play here because that was just like a a weird time in history where that way where they would even consider playing a venue like that over here so yeah, yeah. well i mean i bet you they're probably just like they probably spent a few days at the beach right too right oh yeah oh yeah no that was awesome that i actually got to walk around the city with tim for just a for just a minute so that was dope well that's my first time hearing that <laughs> the oh, fuck yeah. oh, <laughs> <really>? <laughs> 
how did you have that up you just like ran into him and or did you like dm him and try to seek him out or something like that or nah dude he was like you know it was one of those just, really weird small informal venue and he was just hanging out outside you're and, just hanging out outside and you just started hanging out with him yeah well he was like we were we were walking around and i think he was like trying to get some weed or something i just like <laughs> left and so i was just like so what do you want to do dude and he's yeah i just he wasn't really having a great time and and uh, i didn't have one to show him so i was just like all right well you're in, you know, like one of my favorite bands. So, so yeah, <laughs> left with some chick. I don't know. It looked like he had, I hope he had fun anyway. Rest in peace, Tim. Rip. Rip. I love his bass lines. Fuck yeah. <laughs> so after this next album, which, what, what are y'all going to call it? Oh, uh, I can't believe we uh, haven't said the name. Uh, the name Have is. We said um, the- no. <laughs> Hallucinations <laughs> 2 Electric Bigaloo. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, I, I would be down for that, to be honest. The name is uh, They Who Invite. They yeah. Who Invite? Yes. I like that. That's spooky. It is spooky. Yeah. Very, spooky. Very eerie. Yeah, yeah dude. <laughs> but um, so after that, though, are do you all have anything planned? Like, do you, are you already starting writing for your next project? Or have you, have you already started like, thinking about that yet? Or? Well, uh, yeah, I, I think I think Tyler started writing a little bit for the new album, but right now, um, kind of what we're focusing on is finding uh, finding a new drummer. Um, we have another guy we're trying out. We have a we're trying out. Well, we have a pretty good feeling with for guitar, and uh, so yeah, we're, we're trying to take one step at a time here. <laughs> So before we can start really, really full on writing the, the new material, I think we got to find some more solidify our lineup a little bit more because we're lacking at the moment. Yeah, I feel you. I feel you. Y'all should just uh, turn it into a meme. And be like, who wants like do like the patient sixty seven thing where everyone's their bassist or something like that. Oh yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, we always make a joke that like it sucks because the drum the drums are the one thing that we can't backtrack. You know. Fuck. <laughs> <laughs> yeah it's we do have some new material um written so that's good at least that's a start but as far as like plans with the next one we're not too sure how it's gonna go yet it's still early yeah Yeah. early we're working on we think we're gonna do uh think we're gonna do another concept for this one though just because we like had fun with the last one so yeah and there's gonna be a drop f sharp riffs (laughs) (laughs) <laughs> so <it's> <laughs> <sick>. <laughs> bring them to me I, I love it i guess i'm kind of wondering like how did how did you all start like getting into like this type of music what was your introduction to the scene the scene uh <laughs> oh for me it was dgd it's dgd yeah, one of my favorite bands so that's how i got into it because not only a pop punk kid and metalcore and stuff so didn't think I'd be in a post-hardcore band, to be honest, but here I am. Here. <laughs> yeah, here yeah. I am playing bass. He's an easy core guy. Yeah. Yeah, yeah easy core. Yeah, yeah, I'm kind of the same, but I don't, I started playing fucking Guitar Hero and shit. And like, I mean, same. Right? That's that. I mean, yeah. you're, you're really not the first person to say that. I know everyone like has this look in their face like they're like <laughs> so embarrassed to admit that. But like, that's kind of like a whole generation of people started playing guitar because of that one video game. Fuck yeah, man. And like, I just, 
I started listening to like fucking okay, this is embarrassing. No hate toward these bands, but I started listening to fucking like Avenged Sevenfold, and I thought <laughs> that dude, I thought their look was Very so topical. fucking cool, bro. Like yeah. they're all called like. I mean, Avenged Sevenfold is like that's introductory, like you know, post hardcore right there. That's like what you got to go to before you get to the to the main stuff, the Warped Tour, the real stuff. shit. Yeah. Yeah. Exactly. Dude. Yeah. And like. I don't know. One thing led to another, and I found Periphery, dude. And I was just like, dude, that was, that, it. that was it, dude. Like, that's when I started getting into production and, you know, just writing music and shit. And I don't know. Then I didn't think I'd be in a post hardcore band either, you know, <laughs> but here I am. <laughs> and yeah, I mean, as far as the scene goes, like, I, I went to small hardcore shows here, just saw what it's like, and it's really fun. It's really inviting, too. Um, and yeah, I guess the rest is history. I hope that made sense. I was jumping around a lot, but yeah, <laughs> good enough, Tyler. Yeah. we've been jumping around the whole time. It's all good. Yeah. This is just stream of consciousness as it always is. Yeah. Um, I, uh, I don't know. I kind of been into metal my whole life for the most part. Um, I've been, Oh, I've been doing vocals since I was like 15. Um, and I just, uh, once I got on the island, I tried to find people to make some tunes with. And uh, I got really lucky. I found like the only motherfuckers, like the only guys. <laughs> <laughs> the only ones. All right. Well, that's that's quite fortuitous of you, right? Yeah, I was stoked, man. I mean, it worked out. I was really excited. These guys are great and sexy. Besides, oh yeah, very sexy band. Y'all, y'all should definitely watch this video, not listen to it. Watch this yeah. podcast, not oh, listen yeah. to it. Yeah. So you can, so you can bask in the sexiness of it all. I'm ready unless they talk. <laughs> <laughs> now you, Stefan, you go. Um, uh, yeah, a long time ago, start with Space Jam soundtrack. No. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> I was the same. That's... I was like Mason, Blink, and all that. And then I became a scene kid. <laughs> I just never grew out of that phase either. I just wanted something heavier and heavier. And then I started wanting things softer and softer. You know, I was I was a believer and a directioner too. So <laughs> <What>? <laughs> now things are just making their full circle. So. <laughs> Ask Alexander there. <laughs> That's how I started. Yes, yes. <laughs> not the American average. <laughs> so I guess like if y'all don't mind me asking, how old are y'all? Uh Mason is twenty wait, how old are you? Uh, twenty-six. Oh twenty 26. I'm twenty-five. <laughs> okay, all right, on the same time. I'll say yours, you say me. You say me, you say I. No, you do it first. You have to go first. All right. I I I I am the oldest in the lineup right now. I am a whopping 31. Right on. I'm 30. 30. Old. <laughs> oh, oh. I, I yeah, that's like all right. 30. That's that's like peak uh getting, you know, your band off the ground age, believe it or not. Most people, you know, don't get that shit done till like around that time. Well, it takes you a little maturity to pull this shit off. Thank you. You know what? I crave uh, that validation. So thank you. <laughs> Glad I can help. 
yeah. But I mean, I guess being like in like such a small area, like in like an island, Hawaii, it's like it was. I bet I imagine it was probably like kind of tough, like being into this type of music and like not having nearly the pool of people that like like I had. Like maybe I I had like if there were like ten people who were in it in my high school, there I can still go to the mall and like all the other kids from all the other high schools. We'd all you know hang out and you know talk and like listen to fucking Inter Shikari and shit like that but like y'all had like such a probably had a much smaller pool too oh fuck yeah dude like yeah. i started to i tried to start a band for like ever since i was like 15 maybe and just like i couldn't find anybody and it's i don't know I, I feel really lucky that i found you guys <laughs> yeah we were literally the only like post-hardcore band on this island yeah uh, convoluted planes okay convoluted planes oh. okay two convoluted planes. Oh, yeah. and skyline but they're not a band anymore oh uh, they were they were like that was like melodic like metal core I, I was, <laughs> yeah i mean let me watch the genre elitist i, I won't <laughs> yeah <working> on it. <laughs> yeah it it's tough but i think we got really lucky and i'm happy that we're making the stuff we're making, dude. It's fucking sick. <laughs> so, yeah. Right on. Wait, I don't think I asked you what island are y'all on, too. Oh, Oahu. Oahu. Yeah, the main one. The fiftieth yeah, one. Is that, is that the big one or the? That's not the big one, right? It's the, no, it's like the. That's the one with this with Honolulu, right? Yeah. Yeah, with the the okay. big the big city. The big city, but, yeah. Yeah, our island is like not even. I think we're the third largest, so it's like fucking tiny here. Yeah, it's with the most population. Yeah, for sure. Everybody's yeah. here. Everybody's here, unfortunately. And traffic. Unfortunately. <laughs> traffic. Oh, yeah, I, y'all are complaining about traffic. Y'all, y'all should, uh, I don't know, maybe avoid a few places in the United States. <laughs> oh, yeah, dude. Oh, like LA. Oh, yeah, I, this white traffic that bad, honestly? Or? Yeah, yeah. Oh, fuck yeah, dude. It's like, rank I traffic's bad everywhere traffic is just bad yeah dude like if you want an idea of how long it takes to get 13 miles across like <laughs> the other well, side i mean i guess y'all don't have actual y'all don't have like the big highways too either so i bet you it's like we do slower. have a highway believe you it or do? not just one just one but it dude from get like getting from here to the other side of the island is like 10 13 miles it'll take you like an hour an hour and a half like it, traffic, it's, yeah, fucked up, it's fucked up dude that would be the best yeah it's fucked up it's <laughs> the joke is that it takes three hours to get to town from town just because <laughs> yeah getting around the city even like going a mile down can take 15 sometimes half an hour it's really bad it's ass bro but i bought a moped so i can just fuck it <laughs> 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 yeah <laughs> Yeah. yeah, moped is really good for transporting instruments and things like that. So, uh, yeah, <laughs> <laughs> kill two birds over here, Tyler. Good job. <laughs> yeah, dude. <laughs> so, anyways, what have you all been listening to lately? Uh, I just listened to the new Veil of Maya the other day. All right, I've actually been meaning to get around to that. It's um, all right. I listened to the new uh, Avenged album today, and it's very weird. But I like very it. Weird. <laughs> yeah, it was very weird, but I like it. Yeah, I've been listening. When did it come out? Like uh, today. Today like, it came out today. Yeah, yeah. 
Ooh. All right, interesting. Me and Stefan just listened to the new The Used the other night, too. Oh, yeah. was... All right. I need to listen to that, too. Someone someone said I need to listen to that. I didn't Solid. love it. <laughs> I didn't you didn't love, love it? Love it. Was not my favorite, no. Yeah. <laughs> it was all right. No. <laughs> you listen to Sleep Token. They're washed. I... Sleep Token? I haven't, dude. You haven't listened to the new one? Oh, sorry. Yes, I haven't listened to the new one. Sorry, I thought you, you asked. Have watched them, but not yet. <laughs> but you, 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 you just been on that sleep token. Fuck yeah, dude! That shit's fucking. Mm. Mm. Sorry, I haven't. Listened, Fade, I haven't listened to it yet, but dude, it's so goddamn fucking goddamn good. I think I made a mistake of like reading the memes before listening to it. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, you might not want to look at my Facebook page right now, but like, yeah, I think it was pretty. It was all right. It's pretty cool. <laughs> ah, lame, <laughs> lame, boo. <laughs> no. All right. So one of the problem with it was like when I listened to uh, when I listened to it, I was like running. I was like jogging, and like was I think it's kind of bad jogging, like music because yeah. it's just so slow and like I don't know. Dude, yeah, it's it's. It, I just wasn't vibing with it at that moment, but I kind of want to like go back and re-listen to it. Dude, you should. Also, I have to sell something on Facebook really quick. I'll be right back. He'll be right back. <laughs> he's a he's a tireless, ruthless capitalist, as you can see. <laughs> Making money. <laughs> Making money. Making money for us to tour. Uh-huh. What's he selling? Uh, these like fucking little like, like candle grandma. holders. Yeah, it's like grandma He's shit. It's like, these little, it's like candle holders or some shit. Yeah, it is. Oh, like a candelabra. He's selling a candelabra. It's like this little candle. It's not even that like intricate. Like that would be <laughs> saying too much. It's like this little candle holder and it's fucking like made of wood or something. Someone paid fifty bucks for it. Yeah, so. I guess so. You got fifty bucks out of it. Hey, so that's, I'm I'm that's talking a all good this flip shit. right there. Yeah, it's like yeah. That much closer going to getting to the mainland. Yeah, fifty bucks. So that's <laughs> yeah. right. Bucks. That's what like, I don't know, a twentieth of the ticket. <laughs> yeah. Right. Oh yeah. Those are. That's gonna be one big obstacle. Flights, dude. One shitty thing is that like, if you have, if you live out here and you have like any tether to the mainland, still, like just uh, the flight out here, dude, and back is just, it's mm. terrible. Yeah, just got back from San Francisco. It was like 600 round trip. Jesus. I think y'all should just get a boat together. <laughs> we were just a houseboat. Houseboat. about that, actually. I think someone brought it up. Was it? Uh, someone. <laughs> yeah, we y'all, could sail to, y'all could sail to America. Yeah, dude. <laughs> we're finally going to America, guys. <laughs> We did it. In fact, y'all don't even have to like book a venue. Y'all could just play on your boat. Yeah. 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 And it's tax free, bro. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> no merch cut. Yeah. Yep, that's right. Just just like anchor by the beach. Just set up a table. Yeah, like... dude. <laughs> dude, you're identifying our new business model here. This is this is significant for us. Is, y'all y'all are gonna be like the fucking Captain Ron band. Like the what? Y'all ever seen the movie Captain Ron? No. no. Oh, it's it's kind of bad, but like kind of like really, it's like a bad movie, but it's like kind of like iconic and like kind of like not. I mean, not iconic because like y'all haven't heard of it. And like most people haven't, but it's like it's like a cult 
like classic. No, yeah. Like, I love yeah. those. Yeah, I like those bad movies that are really fun it's to got watch. A, Kurt Russell in it. Um, I think Martin Short's in it. Yeah. Dude, Kurt Russell is my second favorite actor. So second favorite after who? Uh, like, I guess. Oh no, I, thought, I don't know. You why should I get. That. You should get your drummer. Should be someone who looks like Kurt Russell, so he can be in the biopic. Oh, that would be amazing. <laughs> oh, we need. Yeah, that that's a strategy. My 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 first favorite actor is of course, <laughs> Bruce Campbell though. So. For some reason, I thought it was Nicolas Cage. I don't know why that. No, Sorry. I mean Nicolas Cage is a fine gentleman, but he's uh, never. He's number three. But yeah, Bruce Campbell, he's terrific. Oh, oh yeah, yeah, for sure. Best. Yeah. He's just he's just always down to like just be in a movie, do whatever. He's down for it. Oh yeah, yeah. Slaying deadites, dude. <laughs> yeah. Always. Y'all, you need someone in your band looks like Bruce Campbell too. This you just gotta like. It's like reverse casting, I guess, right? <laughs> yeah dude yeah we've identified this our is, needs already. this is the whole like rise rise like record strategy back in the day <laughs> yeah yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah dude well anything else y'all need to talk about no i uh, no um just uh Thank you to anyone who's listened to our shit. And we really hope that everyone looks forward to listening to our new shit because we're excited to show it to you. What do you said? Yeah. <laughs> Y'all should all listen to Hallucinations, by the way. It's like a terrific album. Sorry, Mason. Go ahead. Oh, no, thank I, you. No, I agree with what you just said. <laughs> <laughs> oh, thanks. Like, it's thank it's you. not only like terrific, it's like has a lot of like, there's a lot of, a lot of stuff going on there. Each song is like a little is different enough from each other that like it keeps you really like like enthralled with the album so thank you yeah thanks means a lot thank y'all for making such a good ep which (laughs) looking forward to your new stuff okay thank you we're we're looking forward to to everyone you being able to listen to it dude thank you for your interest and inviting us on it was honestly a pleasure yeah dude i mean hey thank y'all for reaching out Absolutely. Fuck yeah, man! Sorry, it took forever to get this set up, but like, it, yeah, there's a lot of stupid bullshit I'm dealing with. But um, no, I'm Fuck glad you. we finally got y'all on. Fuck and, yeah! Uh, if y'all get that boat, y'all should totally blow it up at some point. Like, like, uh, <laughs> gotta do it for the movie. So, oh yeah, yeah, we, yeah for we the have movie. to for the that, end. That's the finale. Movie. Yeah, that's that's yeah, like ending that's shot. It. Yeah. yeah, this is like, have y'all have y'all seen the dirt? Yes, the dirt. The like, this is like it's yeah. like imagine you're walking out like at the end of the dirt and it's like um and then you blow up your boat yeah maybe y'all are on it maybe y'all are off it's up to y'all yeah, dude, yeah. half of us will be on yeah. half yeah. Of y'all. Yeah. Well, i want to get, yeah. get blown up with the boat yeah well absolutely. there you go jerry leto gets blown well, up in the boat yeah. <laughs> there we go <laughs> all right well thank you all very much for coming on uh this is uh mara bloom they're a very cool band from Hawaii. Y'all should definitely give them a listen sometime. And I'm going to let y'all go so y'all can enjoy your afternoon, even though it's, you know, 1030 here where I'm at. So, <laughs> Yeah, dude. Yeah, and thanks for having us on, dude. Thank you for your time. This was fucking really fun. So, yeah, really appreciate you, dude. Thank you so much for having us. Thank you. Of course. <laughs> Come back whenever you want. And also you got to actually say something because it's a podcast like not everyone's gonna watch it you can't just make a kissy face <laughs> yeah, oh, yeah. yeah step that was for you not them <laughs> okay fair enough then <laughs>
All right. Okay. Thanks for having me. All right. Y'all have, have a good afternoon. You too, man. Thank you. Too. Thank you. Bye. Thank you.